0: Epic UGM day one. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Articite, Parlance, and ServiceNow, four great companies. Check them out, thisweekhealth.com slash today. As you know, we've partnered with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long. With a goal to give back, with a goal to give back by raising money for childhood cancer with the work that we're doing. We set a goal of $50,000 for the year, and we've already achieved that goal. But we're not done, and we ask you to join us. Hit our website in the top right-hand column. You're going to see the logo for the lemonade stand. Click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community, and we thank you in advance. All right, day one of Epic UGM is in the books. I, I didn't know whether I was going to have time, and I really don't have time to do a show today, but I ended up getting up early. So I decided to record some of my experiences and, and what I've, what Epic UGM day one first conference was all about for me. So this is the first time I've ever been to UGM. As you guys know, I was a Meditech customer. We were six and a half billion dollar health system. We ran on a single instance of Meditech across environment. And so I was never a an Epic a client, so I've never been to UGM. In fact, this is only the second time I've been to the campus, and the campus is incredible. I've, as you have heard, I'm going to spare you that conversation, except to say that it is fascinating to see the amount of work and detail that has gone in to creating an environment that Epic the epic leadership team believes through research will create an environment that people want to work at that will create an environment that uh, fosters creativity, productivity and and quite frankly, probably a whole host of other things that I'm not thinking about there's a a great attention to culture and to detail on that campus i I sent pictures back to my team, none of which have been to this campus and A couple of them asked me, you know, where I was today. I told them I was on the Epic campus and they didn't really believe me after they saw the pictures. So you can look that up online and and see what I'm talking about. If you're not familiar with Epic's campus, I will say this, it was, you know, a lot of the groups got together today. So I didn't get a lot of new information that will happen today. Today Today's Tuesday. There will be the, the keynote address and we will spend a lot of time hearing what's coming down from Epic and what we can look forward to next year. So I will, you, you can hear more of that tomorrow is my guess. I will talk about that. The one thing I will say that it's not announced per se, but it's a, a not the best kept secret in the world that Epic did launch their partners and pals program partners, the partnership and pals program, I think is what they're called. There's two different programs, one's four very large players and one for smaller players. The so that was uh that was last week I think they they launched that and I I did get a chance to identify this morning from a Becker's article that uh, the, you know the two fir- first two pals in the program are a bridge and talk desk and talk desk was a sponsor last year neither are actually sponsors of the show this year. I will say I I think it's pretty smart idea for these organizations to be a part of the PAL program. I think it gives them the ability to embed deeply into Epic, the EHR of record for a lot of systems, and by embedding deeply, you can create an experience that is a lot more seamless than, you know, the multiple application route that a lot of organizations go. Bridge, if you're not familiar with them is a uh, generative AI company that that focuses on ways to improve clinical burnout. And they essentially work with generative AI and other AI models to embed solutions deeply into the EHR. So that's one way that you can embed AI tools deeply into the uh, electronic health record. And I had a great conversation with their CEO yesterday who was at the conference. TalkDesk is an AI-powered cloud contact center. And one of the things I did talk to uh, them yesterday as well, and one of the things is that they found if you go into a call center that deals with patients that you're going to find they spend an awful lot of time in the EHR. And so you can either bounce back and forth between different systems, or you can use TalkDesk, which is now integrated into the features of Epic Cheers, their CRM suite, and it gives you all the traditional experience call center type things, a screen pops, a listening transcription. It can, it can integrate into alerts and a bunch of other stuff. So if, if your contact center person is having a conversation with somebody, it's uh, listening to that conversation and it can translate. As you would imagine what we're expecting AI to do is essentially listen for certain words and generate alerts so if it hears you know chest chest pain or that kind of stuff it will escalate that beyond the call center person very quickly so that's the that's the pals program i'm sure there will be more announced I, i'm surprised key care is not in there maybe they're they're a different category i'm not really sure but regardless that's uh that's what came out there i did sit in on some rev cycle stuff and some other things that they're they're very specific to epic clients and and they were very involved presentations from various clients. So I'm going to not really talk about that uh, so much. I will say I ran into a lot of CIOs and old friends and not old friends, friends. You know what I'm saying <laughs> anyway. So there was, uh, there was opportunities to, to sit around and talk to them about what, you know, what they're hearing. And there's just a lot of stuff coming out. There's a lot of activity in this space. And there's a lot of things that they uh, are taking back that they have to prioritize, you know, what can they do? What do they need to do uh, to move forward? There's uh, a feeling like the pandemic did to slow things down a little bit or focus things, I guess, for a period of time. And now there's a lot of pent up demand. I think the other thing that's happening is there's, there's a lot of organizations that are asking for various things and Epic is a much larger, larger organization, and they are responding. And as they respond and build things out for certain organizations that get scaled, that gets moved out to other organizations. So I think there is going to be this prioritization effort that needs to happen. And then obviously, you know, there's, there's the whole host of things that go on around, this is a user group meeting. It's not a conference per se, but has all the earmarkings of a conference, the you know all the things that went around around it so went to the healthx ventures dinner and drinks last night and got to talk to a lot of, a lot of people about what was going on in the venture capital space and investment space and what they're seeing and what they're uh, experiencing and uh, you know quite frankly there is still a ton of money in this space we talked not only about healthx ventures and their new fund but about some of the other players that are in the space and the amount of money they're trying to invest and quite frankly there's there's right now there's probably more money to invest than there are opportunities in the health tech space so very interesting so the a concept of there not being money out there for these startups is probably not accurate but the startups are the the model to impress these these VCs and whatnot is a little different. Depending on where you're at in your life cycle, there's more of an emphasis on gaining clients and gaining profitability and scaling the organizations. But again, each investment arm looks for different things and participates at different stages of the deal. So uh, keep that in mind. Got over to Evergreen Partners, their their get-together, and there was a lot of people there at that one as well and you know the conversation was interesting a lot of well not a lot of but i talked to some international players who are doing epic implementations and that was interesting and you know epic while epic does have a significant market share in the united states it's not necessarily it does not necessarily have that market share around the world and so to see some of those players might indicate that they're is a movement around the world. I don't know what that really means, actually, to be honest with you. I haven't really sat down and thought about if Epic permeates the world healthcare economy like they have the United States. Is that a good thing, is that a bad thing? I did a post a while back of, is Epic's market growth and dominance good for healthcare or bad for healthcare? To be honest with you, the, the mood was split across the organizations, and I don't know if that was, these polls on LinkedIn, you can only ask one question. You'd love to ask follow-up questions. So I have no context. I don't know if, you know, the Epic clients think it's good and non-Epic clients think it's bad. I have no idea. I have no context for that. But generally speaking, it was uh, that one question survey, which doesn't really tell us much, would indicate that some people are leery, some people are excited. So today's a big day. We will hear announcements. We will hear from various organizations. We'll probably have a surprise guest or two on the stage uh, with Judy, and then Judy will do what she does, which is reveal, you know, what's coming next. I don't think there's much of a reveal. I think there's a ton of things that people have been partnering with them on. And I, if you ask me what is the thing I'm seeing from Epic that is different, than what I've seen traditionally, it is this idea of partnership and pals. They're rethinking what this model looks like and they're giving organizations deep access to Epic and actually they literally are partners and pals. And that represents a change in thinking and an approach. There used to be a, a thought process of we, we will build everything. We can build everything and we want to build everything and I think they now see the benefit of partnering with people and and essentially extending their ecosystem, if not their ethos and their culture to these other organizations and bringing them into the fold and making it. But now I'm not sure what it takes to become a pal or a partner. Traditionally, Epic has asked a lot of people who have participated in as, as partners or development partners in their App Orchard programming that kind of stuff. There was a lot of things you had to see, that kind of stuff. I, I would assume that there is some of that because there is, I think, from Epic's perspective, a need to control the environment in order to deliver the best experience to their community. Anyway, I said this was going to be short, a little longer than I thought, but I just thought I'd drop you guys a note from the conference and let you know what what I've experienced so far. All right, that's all for today. If you know if some of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website thisweekout.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you know where that is. And by the way, I want to thank all the people who came up to me uh, yesterday and said they listen to the show. They listen with their teams, they have conversations. You guys have no idea, and I, I wish I could express it better than I do in person, how much that means to me. Uh, when I started doing this for the first year, it felt like I was speaking into the void and not getting much feedback. So the feedback and you coming up to me and telling me that you and your teams are listening to this content and having great conversations and whatnot really does mean a lot. It, you know, it just charges me up to do it again tomorrow. So a uh, all let right, right, let's, let's close out. We want to thank our channel sponsors, great channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, and ServiceNow. Check them out, thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.